listen up. It's the number one voice of the tri-state. I'm number one. It, 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 it's, it's cooking, cooking up, up 2-1-5. So let the show begin. Y'all already know who it is. It's your boy Smooth. This cooking up two on five, where we get you up close and personal with your favorite artists, entrepreneurs, shakers, and move makers. And today's guest, we have none other than my guy Promo Boy. Yeah, it's you know what I'm saying? Okay, Mr. Nigel Bond. You know what I'm saying? Mr. Fantastic. Yes, oh shit! Promo you know when that? Damn! How you doing that? Listen, Damn. man, we do this not stacks. Damn, bro, you put the fuck back. We went to high school. Listen, man, listen, man, we 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 does a thing over here. Fame get busy when she get busy. Yeah, you were the fellas high school too, right? God damn, yeah, listen, bro, man, yeah, yeah. Got Eastside. your record, man. We got everything Shit. over this jump. Yeah, Eastside, Northeast. So for those who don't know, right now you produce. Yeah, yeah. You you started off rapping though. Mm-hmm. You was rapping. Mm-hmm. What made you transition from rapping to producing? Uh, it was a it was a bigger range. Okay. Different people I could deal with. Um, I had more fun. I got to be different people. Right. And I got to help other people. You know, pe- bring my taste level to their project or whatever. Um, yeah. you know, you just outgrow certain shit. Yeah. And as the year is going, you just you, you want to elevate, and that was like the next level for me. For you, it was it going was, from the rapper to the to the producing. Yeah, most definitely. When you were rapping, were you producing for yourself at all? No, that's the crazy part. I didn't even know how to make beats when I was a rapper. I would buy that shit, get it all SoundCloud, you know, right. do the converting trick off YouTube, whatever, whatever. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I just, I solely started producing, like, when I was kind of done with the music a little bit. Right. You started producing at 23. Yeah, yeah, yep. That's yep. hard, that's hard. So you, you've actually worked with a lot of household, Hitters, know, yeah. household names. What's up? You got a plaque for... Um, NBA Youngboy Project. Mm-hmm. Uh, NBA Youngboy Project. I got one for um, Migos. I got to actually end up with a couple, so. Yeah. You know, it was, a, it, was a, it was a good stretch. It was a good run when I was, you know what I'm saying, active. You had like five on Billboard at one time. Yeah. Yup. That's crazy. Yep. How did that feel? It was different, bro, because it's like, damn, like these records, you, you start off not knowing like how far they're going to get, and then it's like, Damn, you get to see people actually like your idea. Like, the shit start to pan out. Like, every everybody start to listen to the record and they just start growing. So, it just motivates you to do more. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, what, what, what were the five that you had on Billboard at the same time? So, I did YK, Iris, Worth It. Started off with there. I had uh, Tony Braxton, Do It, uh, remix with Missy Elliott. Um, I did Meek Mill, Cardi B on me. Um, I did Migos, Bad Bitches Only. Um... And I don't know what the last one could have been. Mm. Um, also did some Terry Lane stuff, and I did some Ray J stuff too. Brown Sugar featuring Lil Wayne. Um, so those was like, those was like the top five. I think that was going crazy at the time. And that's not even including the NBA Youngboy. Yeah, shit. that's not even. That's that's not even. I don't even think. I don't think nothing I did with with, with Youngboy um, actually charted, but they was like for the streets. You know what I'm saying? Like the junk. treats. The, the, the street billboards. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And the streets definitely matter. We set, we set the tone. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Billboard, that, that's some other shit. The streets is what matter yeah. out here. So how did it feel having these hits with these people? Like, I'm talking, you said Lil Wayne was on one of your mm-hmm. productions. I mean, a lot of that shit, it, 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 a lot of it was, it taught me the business, right? Because I ain't going to lie. A lot of them shits I ain't get paid for. Mm. And it was a lot of like fighting with managers, like yo, what's up? I need my credit. I need this motherfuckers thing. I ain't even do. I ain't even do it. Mm. Um, so I think the, like like the beginning of anything was learning the business, right? And then right. after I learned the business, it's like okay, now when an artist need a hit record, I know how to do the paperwork. I know how to make sure I get paid. So it was more just like it was it, it was just more like successful feeling, but it wasn't financial. Right. You get what I'm saying? And you know, when you start, and that's, that shit mean a lot. Like, you need the money that come with the accolades. It don't matter what's on the billboard if your pocket, if you ain't got billboard money. Right. So that that's what it was in the beginning. It was like, okay, like, this is good, but, like, what's up with the money? Like, I need to get, I need to get paid right, off this right. shit. You know so did you, did you, like, did you just learn on your own, or did you find a mentor to kind of help you learn these things and, and, and get the ropes down? Yeah, um, when I started, it was just me. But okay. then you run into people. You got your Charlie Max in the city that, that look out and try to give you game. You got your Charlie Walks. You got Sylvia Roan at Epic. You got people that see what you're doing and literally want to help you. And they give you like little game and little advice and shit like that on how to move. So That's super dope. Mm-hmm. So you were, work, you were actually working with uh, Yaz. 
Before yeah, that, that was right? my yeah, that was my brother. That was like my right hand man. Yes, from West Philly. So yeah, yes was my right hand man. I had my own TV show at Exposure Nation. I don't know if you heard of it. Exposure Nation was like a little record label in Philly and shit right. like that. And Yaz came up there and he did my little uh I had a radio show at the time. He did my little radio show and from then we was just vibing. And I actually was with him when he ran into Charlie Mack. You know what I'm saying? He got the deal with Empire. So that that's definitely my brother. Like, you know what I'm saying? Even still to this day, much love to Yaz. That's crazy. So did you and Yaz ever work on any music together? Yeah, shout out to Inferno. I know you know who that is. Shout out to Inferno right. that do the videos. Inferno, if you got that footage, put that shit out there. We was uh ciphering. Mr. Keith, Keith Rucker. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Keith Rucker, trucking this shit. <laughs> um, mm. you know what I'm saying? He um he he was he was the camera guy at the time, so he got all the footage. He got the footage with me and Core when me and Core was battling. Um he got the footage with me and Yaz. So so Kev dropped that. Damn. That's super mm -hmm. hard, bro. You got a lot of shit under your belt, and it's like I feel like you still minute. got a lot of, uh, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm only 27, so it's like exactly that's a lot of you, er, you early in the game. So you had yes, mm -hmm. you got all these accolades. Your business wasn't right. You got your business right. Mm -hmm. So what are you doing now? Like, how do you? How did you take what you did then? And turn it into something bigger even if you didn't get the money you wanted like were you able to build off of that momentum yeah it's yeah you you meet a lot of people that want to work with you right and then you 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 run into people in the game tastemakers and shit like that so now it's just about getting to the point because when i did get the money that's another thing bro was telling you about it's about knowing how to like invest it because when i did get the money i got a lump sum at one time and i just fucked it up mm. and then it's like damn we back to square one like yeah. cars gotta go back to the dealer Cribs got a downsize, you get what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, now it's like, oh shit, okay, now I'm at the point where, you know, everybody got to run through the bag and then come back and now you know what to do with it. Right. And that's just what the, the point me and, and all my niggas we at right now, like, you know, we, after accumulating it, I'm just put a number out there, I would say like 100,000 okay. at one time. Like, you 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 giving a 25-year-old, 26-year-old 100,000 at one time. Like Was that your first big check? Was your Yeah, that was the hugest shit I've ever seen in my life at, at so one time. So your first big check you got was 100K? Yeah, like from different, like like from selling different beats. Right. You know what I'm saying? At all one time. Cops. Yeah, so you got 100,000. It's like, oh, shit. Like, I think I'm gaudy. Like, I think I'm little baby. Like, so you go to grab all this shit not knowing... That's not what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to stack that, take 10% of that, do what you want. You're supposed to buy assets so you can just, you know what I'm saying, live Thanks. off it. But you know, like that. Yeah, they don't, they don't, they don't teach us that. You know what, you what I mean? Saying? It definitely take uh, going through life and figuring shit out for us to learn that you ain't supposed to treat the bag yeah. like that. Especially given, like, I know me and you talk, like, you at some point was like, then they're sleeping on the street type vibe. Yeah, oh, that was earlier in Miami. That was way yeah, early. Like, that was when I was doing camera on. shit, too. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that was that was a that was a fucking wake up call too. Like, um, so that's what I'm saying. So when you give somebody money and they come from these circumstances, the first thing we want to do, the reason why a lot of young niggas go buy the chains and the cars and all that shit, is because you get to finally get all the shit you never could get. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? It's a dream come yeah. true, and then you realize, all right, none of this shit really do anything. Yeah. So now I gotta get my money back, and now I gotta yeah. learn how to keep that money coming in. So I could live right, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's the first thing. And do the shit you really want to do. Leave them but girls, leave them bitches alone. I leave, yeah. leave them girls alone. Stop. Yeah. No tricking. No tricking. <laughs> no tricking. You just out here being chick daddy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was, I was out. I, yeah, I moved out of LA for a little bit. And that's what it just, that's, yeah. LA that's different. Having, having 100,000 in, in Philly versus having 100,000 in LA is different. LA, that shit just, it just go. Yeah. That money gone. Every day you go to Webster, you go to Nobu, you got this girl, she trying to fly out. This, that, and the third, that shit just dwindle and you not working because you like a hundred thousand to a nigga with nothing is like a million right so that shit you don't and then you just look you're up you're not worrying about the shit you're supposed to be overhead about. you know what i'm saying at the time i had like two cars like i was it was so crazy i was doing monthly shit on turo mm. you know what i'm saying so yeah. i have a shit on turo and had that shit for like a month and then i have a shit on airbnb for a month in a different city i'm not even in so it's like the shit just dwindle. You got you got an overhead that you gotta handle. That you gotta keep up. So you, as much as you're spending, you need to be making. Yeah. So you what see? happened? Let's go a little further back. You was uh, homeless out Miami. Yeah. Doing videography. Mm -hmm. So what made you go out Miami doing videography? So um, music was popping in 2013. I was fucking with Soldier Boy. That's so okay, G label. You told me you was on. So I had I had a little money then. 
but then shit wasn't working out and I ended up getting dropped. So the tune core checks and the, the shit like that started dwindling. So now I'm down to my last 3500. I'm like, what the fuck? I need to do, fuck, I'm gonna buy a camera. Mm -hmm. I went to school for video, for video, so I'm gonna buy two DSLRs. I'm gonna get a new iMac, you know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot videos. So end up, what ended up happening was somebody on IG seeing my work, um, he flew me to Miami. And I end up doing shit for BMF, um, Brian McKinley, which was with the Miami Dolphins at the time. And I was fucking with them, but at the end of the day, it's like I, I was fucking with them, but when I was done fucking with them, I had to go find some sleep. You know, mm -hmm. the pride got in the way, so I wasn't gonna let them know I was fucked up. So I'm hotel from hoteling, you know, sleeping on Brian McKinley couch, trying to figure it out. So it, it that, it was just like a rough time. Damn, bro. Mm -hmm. You had a story for real. Yeah, it was a crazy time. So, you in Miami doing videos. What happened with Soldier Boy? How did you end up getting dropped from from that shit? It, okay, so my biggest thing was not being able to link because mm -hmm. I'm in high school at this time. Mm -hmm. Niggas don't believe this. We need a picture ASAP, nigga. When the next time you come to Philly, we need to link. We need to. We got songs and shit, but we need to. I need this. Right. You know when Jay signed Beans and everybody, it was this. Like when right. Meek signed, I mean when Raw signed Meek, it was you seen this. Right. So you didn't have to question it. But with me, it was like it was a lot of questioning going on. But for really happened was it was just a lot of beef going on with him. And it's like we had to ride for that. So whatever fire he started, we had to put out. But what ended up happening was I feel like when he went against Lil Scrap, it was like, damn, like that's fucked up because Scrap was in my DM and we was talking about loving hip hop options and shit like that. Mm -hmm. But it was like a lot of us, you know, a lot of people in SODMG didn't even live in LA with Soldier. They was just all over the world. But, you know, a lot of shit we had to like squash. Mm -hmm. You got what I'm saying? So the end result was, it was like, yo, I ain't want to be a part of that shit no more. And we end up, you know, having words like, I'm not going against fucking Chief Keith at the time. I'm in high school. What the fuck? These niggas, <laughs> niggas from Chicago, they crazy. I'm not he doing that. He on though. You get what I'm saying? I'm crazy, nigga. You get to go back to your, your crib in LA and, and ducking high while all of us with no money or little to no money got to real this shit. You be know outside, what I'm saying? Yeah. Be outside. Yeah. So we just end up going our, our separate ways and then that's when shit started to dwindle down and I had to grab that camera and, and you know what I'm saying? And do what I was taught in school. So you was in high school fucking with, with Soldier Boy, and what was it? Was that on a rap tip? Like that was for rapping? Yeah, that was for rapping. Yeah, okay. yeah, that was, that was like that was like my first first deal. Like I was in tenth grade, shit was crazy. That's Got wild. a little had a little advance money, you know. You get to take some girls. We go downtown. That was this was before Uber. Yeah. So we on the L. We go down five guys on me, like like Burton <laughs> King on me, like whatever. Every day. 10 niggas follow me, we get to get the girls, you know, niggas don't got no money, so yeah. pizza store, everything on me, let's get it, we lit. That's wild. Girl, <laughs> she yeah, like, five guys on me, bro, that was, yeah. burgers, is, them burgers is what, 10 dollars? Five guys expensive as shit. <laughs> Everybody got 10 niggas, Five guys, two people, that's 40 dollars. Crazy. That's a double person, you know what I'm saying? Crazy, like, all that's kind like, of Jordans, <laughs> it was a snapback era, you know, the Jesus, the Jesus beat pieces and shit, yeah. so. Kicks USA back then. Yeah, it was you know what I mean? So we was going, we was just going crazy. Going hell fun. You was living. Yeah, we was living. You had a fun. long life. So our bottom, you Brian McKinley couch, you doing videos. What happens next after that? When do you when do you transition from there to producing? Um, okay, so I was doing a little bit of producing. It, it started with with Mouse, you know. Um, you so what so what happened was. Brian McKinley had like a, a in-house guy, like an in-house producer and shit. And he was like, he know he on call. So he went home uh -huh. not knowing, you know, Mouse coming over, Tiana Teller coming over, Lady Jim Jones coming over. I was about to say Jim Jones. Jim Jones right? and shit. Shout out to Jim, shout out to Capo. So, so you faked knowing how to engineer. You know what I'm saying? In order to get in the studio so they with like, Jim Jones. They like, what we gonna do? Like, we, we trying to record some shit. Any niggas don't know how to work Pro Tools? I'm like, shit, I know what I'm doing. And I didn't really know what I was doing, but I act like I was knowing I know how to do the basics. I know how to record, compressing, and all that shit. So it was like, all right, you know, for now, we ain't gonna call him. You good. You gonna do it. Yeah, we got yeah, we got promo here. Come on, Jim. We're gonna do this. And then mm. they just made me like that. So I was the camera guy and the producer slash engineer. And then I took that shit back home. And it's like, oh shit, like, you know, YouTube teach you everything. Right. So fast forward to 2020. Ooh, we're not gonna skip oh, over okay, because because you was in the studio with Jim Jones. Yeah. Tiana Teller. Tiana Teller. And, that, and, and and you actually did some work with them after Yeah, that. I was basically engineering all that shit. I was I was engineering all that shit. And at the time, I had a homie. I got a homie named Pete. Pete Soren and shit. He's sending me beats. 
at this time, I'm not even producing. I'm 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 faking like I'm producing. Yeah. So I'm running the bathroom text Pete. Oh, send me five beats right now, bro. I need these niggas to think this shit's mine. So Pete <laughs> sent me over some beats. <laughs> Pete sent me over some beats and shit. I'm I'm yeah yeah. I just did this. I just did this for y'all came and shit. So I got put in a situation where I gotta learn how. Yeah. Cause these niggas are well. We need ten more. And Pete, like, I ain't got that shit. So it's like, damn, what the fuck? <laughs> so now I gotta learn how to fucking make beats fast, like. And that's what got me on. It was it was moving faster than I the pace I was actually at. I had no choice. Right, right. So I had to, you know, I'm go back to the hotel room, fucking uh FL studio tutorials and shit like that. Like I had to learn fast. Damn. You know so 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 your man Pete gave you a starter pack. You yeah, shot the Pete Sorn. You you, you send it, you you giving it to them. And this this Jim Jones Tiana Teller. This Jim Jones and Mouse. Yeah. And, and Mouse. Mouse. And they like, yo, we need more more. This work. shit hard. <laughs> you you can do more? Back to the telly. Learned on the spot the type shit. Yeah, and cook some shit up. They wasn't the best, but it was enough. Right. It was enough to like, all right, you know, promo here our guy. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And I just went from there. Like, it was being put in the hot seat. You know what I'm saying? To, Not to knowing what I did. Yeah. To teach you, to make Had you to learn, learn that shit quick. Yeah, when you ain't got no choice, the gun in your head, mm-hmm. like, you either gonna uh, go crazy. fucking drop this situation that you could potentially yeah, I'm not get, mm. or I'm gonna learn what and I on need top to, of that, to And on top of that, I'm in Miami, but people don't understand that. Like, you know, just because you you seen in a picture with somebody don't mean you lit. Like, I'm in Miami. Everybody in school think I'm lit, lit. Mm. I'm telling my mom, like, yo, I'm going to get you a house. Like, it's lit. I ain't coming back broke type shit. Right. So I had to, like, every opportunity I had to learn. If I ain't know how to do it, I got to act like I know how until I learn how. You know what I'm Thanks. saying? That was my thing. Like, if you ask me, yeah, I'm not do it. Yeah, that's hustle. Ain't no, ain't no no. Yeah, most definitely. No we no. We're going to figure no. this shit out. Damn, that's crazy. So all right, you get out of the Jim Jones shit. You got you producing now. Now you, yeah. you you learn Fruity Loops. Where do you go now? Now you what back to Philly? Yeah. So so end up happening was I end up having to go back. So the thing about it was I low key dropped out of high school, right? Mm. So I'm in 11th grade and shit. So at the time I had a, I had a real good counselor that cared. Mm-hmm. So she I don't know what happened, but she found out I was in Miami and shit. Call my mom like, yo, don't let him do this. Come back. He got to come back. If he don't come back in time, he going to fail this whole 11th grade and he not going to be able to graduate when he's supposed to. So she talked me into it. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm already down here. I could come back later. Right. So I just went back up to Philly um, and graduated. But later down the line, like I said, 2020, um, what ended up happening was I just ended up hustling more. And what it was, once, you know, quor- quarantine helped a lot of people. Yeah. Niggas was able to quit their jobs. And have a lump sum of money and to get that dream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and from there, if you even to this day, it's a lot of niggas I know that that, that made shit happen off of PUA money. They right. still lit today. Um, so I was able to like quit my job. I was working at a nursing home. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I was able to quit my job and it's like, yo, what you gonna do? I'm I'm signing up for every fucking thing I could think of. Am am track, SEPTA, everybody is sending me. Unfortunately, I'm sorry, yeah. you can't get it. So it's like, fuck that. You got a purpose anyway. Mm. So I just started um making beats. I got like I said, I just started the first one out the out the gate. Shout out to Vincent Herbert. I'm sending shit to Vincent Herbert for um Tony Braxton. That's the first one out the gate. Got some money. Moved to LA. Let's get it. So when you send the joint to Vincent Herbert, did the did the uh Tony Braxton joint it got placed? Six months. Joint. It took like six months. Took I'm like sending. I'm months. sending it to Vincent every day. I'm sending it to Tony every day. Yo, you should do this with Missy Elliott. This how it's go. I'm gonna send this beat to you. This that and the third. You giving them direction and everything. I'm giving them so because I, I want to. I'm trying to paint because I'm a picture. nobody. I'm trying to paint the picture so clear. It's not. You don't have to wonder about right. nothing. You get what I'm saying? I um, figured it all out for you. I got you. You don't have to do nothing but put this person here. Do this and that. And and from there, Tony Braxton do it featuring Missy Elliott remix. First and one out the gate. You said put Missy on this joint. I said put Missy. It wasn't even a, a, a fucking thought. I don't think nobody, no disrespect, but like Missy Elliott in this generation, nobody's thinking about doing that. Right. Right. So I just came up with a, a random name that I knew I think would work, and then right. they end up putting that shit and they together. Put it together. We out. And it was a good Let's joint. Go. That's crazy. That's even wild for you to not be like I would say. You know, it's a lot of producers in the game. Yeah. You know, a lot of people with bigger names, of mm-hmm. course. For you to come in. Off the rip, you know, you got a couple accolades already as a young brother, but to get Tony Braxton to even take crazy your advice hell. on crazy the Missy joint is crazy. Yeah, and you then that I mean? actually led to um, a Babyface writing session too. So I'm in Atlanta with Babyface. Babyface following me now. 
That was my men- that was really my first mentor, Babyface. Okay. Not Ray. No disrespect, but like the baby the, the R and B singer Babyface. Right, yeah, Babyface. Babyface baby Tony face. led the Babyface. Mm. And from that it's like, okay, now we, we know so many different writers. We know how this shit work. Now we can really pump out hits. You get what I'm saying? Right. But yeah, for Tony to really be my first one. That's crazy. It, it was wild as hell. You know what I'm saying? Got the Tony joint with the Missy joint on with top the, of it. Yeah, because there's Missy on there too. So it's like Missy heavy in the game. Like, you know what I mean? It's a fucking a giant. Like she's she's a legend for yeah. real for real. Tony's a legend. Yeah. So to start off with two legends is crazy. Crazy as hell. So then when you get with Babyface, are you like getting in a songwriting at this time or are you just strictly producing? Yeah, no, now it's like, okay, this is how you make a song. Mm-hmm. I don't need Peter Soren no more. Right. right? Like now I know how, I know the essence of it. Right. Now it's like all my thoughts and creativity was confirmed by this man. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not crazy no more. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like I got somebody to stamp me, oh yeah, that's how you do it. Yeah, you you cool for doing that. And 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 then I did that. Yeah. And then from there, P and B rock. You get what I'm saying? Um well, how and, did you end up linking with rock? I got shout out to Mont. Okay. Mine F and Love. Shout out to Mont. Mont see me at a fucking airport, seeing me making beats. Literally came over to me and said, "We you was working beats in the airport? Making beats in the airport. My, literally, the crazy part about it is, bro, how I many, we ran into Rock a couple times. We ran into him on South Street. I don't see, bro, like, go over there, talk to him. I'm like, I ain't doing that shit, man. <laughs> this, this on fleet. This one on fleet out. Yeah. I ain't talking to that nigga. You know, groupie. Yeah. Ran into this nigga again at Majors. You know, the sandwich shop. Yeah. On Ridge. Like, I ain't talking to that nigga. And then the, finally, the first time we meet, Mike bring me to LA. I'm in Rock. We moving around. Me, me, Cinco, we all moving around. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Damn. So, so, and, and now you would rock. What happened with that situation? Um, we got a lot of unreleased shit that 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 never came out. But I got shit on my my, my computer and my flash drive and shit. But we got a lot of shit. I was actually able to. It was good because that was my introduction to LA. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? I'm with some Philly niggas. That's that got that, money. That's moving around. That, that's moving around. I'm with I'm with these guys. So it's like I'm with it's like I'm in, you know what I mean? Like I'm in the entourage circle again, but it's like they understand. Mm-hmm. And I'm my own man this time. So I end up being down with New Lane for a little bit. Um and then like I like like I said, I sent records to rock. They ain't never come out, but we got a lot of shit like in the cut somewhere. I don't know if he still got it, but I still got it. RIP. Mm-hmm. Um and she, like I said, once again, shout out to Mont for putting that play together. Mm. Damn, boy, that's crazy, man. You got some some real crazy stories, man. That's some real wild shit. And all this at such a young age. Yeah. Then it's like, um, so I know you you work with me. Like you got some Mariah Carey work too. Mm. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Yeah. So what happened was I just put some drums on it. I'm not gonna take a lot of credit for it, okay. but I just switched up some drums for it. That was it. But the meat situation was that beat. We sent it on right before they got it, or like right before he got out of jail. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So it was like one of the last things I think they did. I don't know like exactly what song he recorded that night, but I know when he went to the studio, that was like the last thing they touched up on. Um, shout out to Brooklyn Johnny, um, Cardi B, Atlantic Records, that whole team. Mm. They put out they put out that record? Yeah, yeah, it's on championships. Yeah, it's on championships. Yeah, on me. Championships, that's a major joint too. The comeback. Yeah, that was... It's the, like the, the, the fucking the comeback. That's when we run the Super Bowl and everything. You know what I'm saying? You know it's right? crazy as hell. So it was like... Yeah. When that when that worked, that was love. Shout out to shout out to Coon, shout out to Phil, everybody over there. That's amazing. So what happened to uh the like you were starting the show behind the pen? Um behind the pen, actually we was trying to get like a, a network. So now we doing it ourselves. Mm-hmm. But it you know, before Zeus was Zeus, you know, with with with, with Jocelyn and shit, that mm-hmm. was gonna be like their first serious show. Mm. You get what I'm saying? But they went a different direction. You know, with the shit they doing now. The ratchet shit. Yeah, the ratchet shit. So that held us up, and then when we thought we had some momentum going again, uh, we was about to do it uh, for us by you. That's the Fubu Network now that's doing it, um, and that shit didn't work out. Um, they wasn't fucking with the pilot, so I ended up putting a pilot on um, IDMB.com, mm-hmm. um, and right now it's like fuck it, we just gonna do it ourselves. Like just like y'all, we gonna get our own cameras, that's, that's we gonna what you gotta find do, our own man. distribution. Like they said, you gotta stop asking permission and just do and it. And just do like, it, like. A lot of times the world don't know what to to fuck with. You gotta tell them what to fuck with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You gotta I start think it. A, a good person is a uh, Drake. Drake is one of the ones that tell people what to fuck with versus hopping on something that's hot. That nigga will do something different and make it hot. You'd be like, I don't know if I like this sound or I like this feeling. You grow into it. And exactly. And then you got no choice but to accept it. So it's just the same thing with, with content. 
you keep giving it to them enough, they're going to have to fuck with it. Yeah. It's really about just staying consistent. So I definitely say, like, if you believe in it, stay on it, keep doing that shit, just do that shit yourself. Mm -hmm. that, and then you get a bigger bag, too. Yeah, yeah. But that's when, so you was in talks with Zeus, though, yeah. about the particular Yeah, show. so Zeus was the first one. Um, that was this, And this is this is before, like I said, the Jocelyn show. Zeus was right. literally nothing. It, yeah, it's trying to no build content. So, and, and it was, behind the pen was basically just going to be like a love and hip hop, but just for producers. Like, people don't understand what producers go through. Right. So much, like, light is put on rappers and shit, but it's like, producers get money too. Producers... I think got, it'll be hard. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, producers, you know, they try to box you in when you come to the studio as a songwriter. You're not supposed to be overdressed in an artist. Mm. If the artist got two Cubans on, you can't have one three. That's you know how they saying? try to treat you? That's how it is. He got... If you're an engineer, you got to shut the fuck up. Dress bummy, look a certain way, so it don't fuck with morale or ego. Is that how they push it? Like, yeah, literally, yeah, they literally it's like, push who the fuck it like he that? think he is? Like, he the rapper? They like, cause it's like you walk in the room, like, well, which one is the rapper? Mm. You get what I'm saying? Um, but 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 behind the pen was definitely gonna be a show where you really get to see everything from start. How the, how records are picked up, how people are paid, who you got to contact to get your money, who you got to contact to get a placement. It was really gonna share a lot of light on what songwriters and producers go through so i think that show was going to be real it was going to be real big for you know for that generation let's say it is i mm -hmm. think they're going to be hard you yeah know? we not done yeah we not done you like know? i said we're going to do everything cooking in up productions hell yeah you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying we, we, yeah. we always down to get down with some good shit so let me know brother we put that shit together asap that's mm -hmm. a hard definitely. joint all we like shining light on you know even with having you here mm -hmm. i'm sure that there's not a lot of people in philly that know of you but yeah, just it's crazy. Listening to your story, bro, you got more accolades than a lot of these yeah, a lot, niggas yeah, that have been around yeah. since high school. Yeah, but I'm humble though. I'm 27, humble. Yeah, as I'm you humble. should be. But you know, the humble man, you're gonna get it. You're gonna the meek shall inherit the earth. You're gonna definitely win. Um, I know you getting hungry. I'm getting hungry. Sure, so sure. Trying to get into this food. Y'all already know who it is. It's your boy Smooth. My man Promo Boy in the building, cooking up two and five. We be right back. Let's go. It's our favorite part of the show. That's your favorite. Yes, sir. Ah, chef. What you got cooking? You already know. Y'all already know who it is. Your boy Smooth cooking up to on fire. It's my favorite part of the show. It's time to get into that food. Now, you've been watching. You know who she is. I shouldn't have to introduce her at this point. Once you see it pop out, you already know. It's Chef Q with the flow. You know what I'm saying? A little freestyle for y'all real quick. Yes, well, we already know. Uh, Chef Q back in the building today. I'm glad to be back. But today we have a muscle and heirloom tomato scampi, dog. Mm -hmm. Like when I say that lemon is there. It's there. It's there. You love your heirloom tomatoes, too. Look, you got to cook with fresh ingredients. If y'all not cooking with fresh ingredients, I know what you're doing, okay? Because I'm cooking. Look, they ain't cooking, especially cooking. if you ain't having a full course milk like this at 2, 3 a.m. in the morning, mm. just send them home. Send them home. Listen, <laughs> I already know this about to be that. The muscles looking succulent and all that. It's ready. You know what I'm saying? Ready, ready, okay? Listen. We can't, look, we're not going to let this wait any so longer. Get them some of this. Heard that, y'all. So you can follow me on Instagram at ChefQ underscore Cutthroat or Unique Creations Catering. Listen, you already know what it is. Your boy Smooth, Chef Q is cooking up 2 and 5. Let's get back to the show. Let's go. Y'all already know who it is, your boy Smooth. We're still here with my guy, Promo Boy in the building. Got the delicious food from Chef Q. Chef Q always come through. That go together too. I'm busting rounds left and right <laughs> off this young. I told you I got bars, bro. No, you heart. You know what I'm saying? I got bars. And they be coming straight off the, you know what I'm saying? I don't even got to think hard. My kids be like, damn, why you don't rap, dad? You always rapping. You know I mean, I used to. Till I had you little niggas. Say nah. <laughs> Nah, it's time we dig in though. Let let sure. the world know how they, how this food hit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, Chef Q hard. Got some banana peppers in this joint a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And y'all know, I called Q on like the humbug. We had a last minute cancellation. I'm talking about super last minute. I'm talking about. Cameras were set up and everything. Came right through. <laughs> Came right through. And put an A1 meal together. It's not too many chefs you could call that's going, you know what I mean? Hit you off like that. Real rap. Trying to tell you. And a little last minute joint. You're going to make it happen for you. The bread's soft. She even seasoned the bread. 
That joint hit. Fire. Fire. Fuck on with it. It's an A1 mil. Mm-hmm. I forgot. She gave these to us off camera too. Number mac and cheese egg rolls with the secret sauce on top. And these joints hitting. This is a new thing to add to your parties. Mac and cheese egg rolls. Joint everything. Like eat this joint with like a side of oxtails or something. Shit different. Oh my god. Like what? Who what? Who do that? Crazy. But let's get back to you, bro. I can get lost in food Facts. all day. You know what I'm saying? Facts. That's why I do this shit. I just love to eat. I like, I, like, I like the food. That's why I'm here. You know what I'm saying? But, oh, before we left, we saw about you. I think talking about working with. Who are you talking about? Was it the meat situation? Yeah, I think it was the meat. Yeah, I think it was the meat situation. Okay. Boom. Fast forward. How did you end up working with NBA Youngboy and shit like that? Um, I was messing with some other people in Louisiana, and like we were saying off camera, like you just know people that know people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying to trying to I want to get their name right. I don't want to mess up nobody's name. I know he just died. R.I.P. Um, I think it was like Young Teen or something like that. Whatever his name is, mm-hmm. bet down in Baton Rouge in Louisiana and all them. Um, and they just transferred me over to Kyle. Shout out to Kyle. He ran the management with NBA Youngboy. And at the time, Youngboy is at Atlantic. And I already knew people in Atlantic. Shout out to Kaiser. So mm. they just put that shit together. And I ended up sending tracks over to him. I did a little bit of marketing for him, too. Um, so I was with the whole group. People don't know. NBA Young, M- NBA, NBA Youngboy is a group. It's never, it's, it's never broke again. It's a whole entire label. Right. It's, it's different people in here. So I ended up messing with Pete Youngin. Um, um, I ended up also messing with Youngboy too, and a lot of other people that was in there too. So I would, that's how I started. Mm. You know, just just fucking with them. And this is during quarantine too. Okay. So you know, it's so fucking a lot with of them. this work you got busy while COVID and all that shit was going on. Yeah, most definitely, because a lot of labels, it wasn't really in the in house. Like a lot of labels, they wasn't Atlanta Records. Nobody was in the building. Mm. A lot of people was working from home, so a lot of artists had to put their own team together. And reach out to people. A lot of studios were shut down, so you couldn't just go to Paramount Studio in LA. You probably had to find something a little bit smaller. Right. People that didn't follow guidelines. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? Like, right. People ain't give a fuck for real. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, for sure. Especially like Atlanta, they ain't give a fuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But they was open all during. Niggas was taking vacations to Atlanta <laughs> during COVID. For sure. I remember they was the first one to open up. Yeah. Atlanta was the first one to open back up and shit. So I'm like, damn. Mm-hmm. A lot of people was going down there. Yep. That's pretty much how I started with Youngboy. Yeah. You ended up getting plaques off of that and everything. Well, definitely. No, I don't think, I ain't get no plaque off Youngboy. Like I said, that was just like street trophy shit. Okay. Yeah, like we ain't never go play them with Youngboy. Um, but we did go play them with YK Irish. We did, did some shit with Mary J. Blige. We did got the meat mill on me for the gold. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, so we ain't go play them with Youngboy yet, but it's coming. It's coming. So who you working with now? Right now, like I told y'all, camera, I'm fucking with Knox. Mm-hmm. Um, Shout out now. You know what I'm saying? Danny Lee. I sent some shit to her. Mm. Um, Kelly Rowland, Carrie Hilson. Like, I'm just in the R&B place right now. Shout out to Hitmaker, my guy. Um, that's just where we at now. Just trying to build the roster up. Like, just mm. find a, the next set of people we gonna work with. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's what we doing right now. Shout out to my brother Derek Milano. Um, in LA, just knocking shit out with different people. But right now, our whole right. focus is on just sending shit to like Kerry Hilson. You know, people like you wouldn't think of, right. they just get them back in. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. People that might be waiting on that one. Just wait, they, they just waiting. You know what I'm saying? They just trying to figure out how they gonna get back in. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, Kelly Rowland, mm-hmm. um, Rico Love, like Sean Garrett, my brother mm. too. Rico Love. Underrated, bro. That's my fucking guy. Underrated. I'm, bro, that nigga is like. He's Hits. A mag- magical genius, bro. Hits. Like, remember I was talking to you about songwriting and shit. Right. That's like the dude who, like, when I think of songwriting, where it was like my my yeah. songwriting mentor. Like, yeah. you know, like if you got a mentor that you don't know, but you follow all his shit. Yeah. See all his work. It's crazy. Watch him work. Like, at some point, 
he was like really getting vicious online and showing everybody everything. Mm-hmm. Bro, I was watching this nigga like every day. I was like, yo, his whole process, everything was just like. No, Rico dude, different. People, and people don't know major. Usher signed Rico. So you already know coming under that, mm-hmm. that's pressure. Like, you know, he did half of Beyonce stuff early on. He did Kelly Rowland. Yeah. Like, yeah, Rico get busy. He did a lot of Usher you know shit saying? too. Yeah, like, he, said, he yeah. gets super busy. Whoa, he got hits. Like, I'm talking. Even like his own shit, like he had Hard. his own yeah. album that came out. And Legends never die. Crazy. Yeah, I heard it. Yeah, yeah. them joints was crazy, but it like it didn't production. It's crazy. It don't. It did. It didn't get the light that I feel like yeah. it should. You know what I'm saying? I for some reason I, it's something about producers. A lot of producers be super fucking talented, and they never I, get. And that's what behind the pin was for. It was for people like Rico, people yeah. like Derek Milano, people like Sean Garrett. Where it's like. You listen to these songs. You listen to you listen to yeah with Usher and Lil John every day, but you don't know that Sean Garrett did that. You yeah. don't. You know what I'm saying? You Sean don't, Garrett got drums. You don't know. You know what I'm would never know. Drums. We got like Chris Brown drums and shit like he got popping yeah. wall to wall shit like that. Like you'll never know. Uh, so shout out to Versus too. Versus brought oh, yeah, a lot that, of light. Oh, it definitely exposed. We didn't like, even a lot know. Of- Shit that uh, a lot of these producers was doing behind the, the doors and shit like we that. Didn't, we didn't even know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Before Versus. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So that's pretty much what, what I wanted to do behind the pen. But once again, shout out to Rico. Um, Division 1. All them over there. Yeah, Division 1. That's what it was called. Mm-hmm. He was getting so busy. And then it was crazy because uh, Chris was signed to him at one point. Yeah, back and in 11. I was 11. so hoping that they was about to go crazy, yeah. bro. Yeah. Um, break, the, break the chick down. Yeah, that, that's that's the one he did. They did a, a couple. I don't understand what happened. I I don't know. We might have had Chris on. Maybe it might have been after that situation. I don't know. If we really talked about it or not. I definitely got to ask him again. Like why the Rico shit didn't go? Why it didn't go? Yeah, went. yeah. Cause yeah. I feel like Chris is a talented dude. So to be with the, the producer, high, I think Chris uh, might know. be one of the after Beans. After I got Beans, Chris, and I got Petey. What, and that, that list, just a Philly order or no? No, I got like that, like bars. Yeah, I got that list. I got, but is that a worldwide joint, or are you only choosing Philly niggas? Like, is this? No, I'm talking about state category? property. I'm talking about oh, state, property. state property. But okay. I still got Chris in Philly. I got, I got Chris above a lot of niggas. Period. So yeah, that's what that's what I'm asking because I look at Chris like hard. He he like my top three. Period. When it comes to spitting, like niggas with real bars yeah. and really. Consistent. He bar. killed Jay Z on uh, please, nigga, please. Yeah, so like, like he is hard. He hard. You know what I mean? I got, I got Ness, I got Petey, I got Beans, I got Chris, and I got Dice Raw. Mm. Top five mm. of Philly. He pulled out Dice Raw. Dice Raw. People. That's a. That's another one of the roots that don't get his his just at all. Like mm-hmm. Dice, Dice, my brother. I'm talking to Dice in the DM. Dice is really like underrated. Like mm. you know what I mean. From his era, might have to hit him up. Yeah, cause that's a crazy drum. So you see, no, he got yeah, he dice got somewhere. But damn, this is hard. Beans definitely hard. Yeah, beans. I be like, I be wanting beans to get as busy as he used to get. I don't know if he be feeling like he can't do the same thing because of his voice. Mm-hmm. But I feel like honestly, I think that his voice now a little better, even propelling. I ain't gonna lie. When he did that meat, that meat. That meek this. Yeah. I'm coming. That was, like, was hard, right? Oh shit. Cause his voice, that shit's so raw. That shit's so raw that especially with the way he talked, mm-hmm. it, it should be so heartfelt. It, it go together like fucking like it's almost like it was, almost it was better than happened. Yeah. It was like it was like this is how you were supposed to sound. That fucking rawness in your voice. You know what I mean? Yeah, we need a beans album. You're not, yeah, you're not even gonna get that shit anywhere else. Like the solution was like I think like the last one we got officially mm-hmm. with Rockefeller, right? And then after that it was like whatever it was. But the solution was like the last album I feel like we got from Beans. So Beans, if you listen to you and DJ Mackey get in that studio, <laughs> make it happen. Go make it happen. You know what I'm saying, real rap. I know they working too. They working hard. Chris working crazy. He doing a lot of shit with East now. Yeah, like, yeah, that was hard. They going hard. And then I keep seeing Beans and Free. I be seeing mm. free with uh, BP and shit, so I'm trying to figure out what 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 free got going on too. Yeah, they got some shit in the work. I'm they sure. It's just shit. about you know, as an artist, you gotta find the the right way to put it out. Right. At that age, you gotta think about it. Beans and them, I'm not gonna say they was pampered, but they had Carlene, they had Shaka, they had everybody that put the records out for them. Mm-hmm. So now it's like they independent. It's like 
they got to do it themselves. They got to learn the whole game over again. Like Oskino talk about it. Oskino will tell you in a minute. I go to Tune Court, upload my shit. I do it myself. Mm-hmm. You got what I'm saying? So I, I think that a lot of artists is when you get to a certain, when you come from that era of being with a label versus being independent, you got to learn how to pivot and right. do a lot of shit yourself. And that's why I feel like they had with it. Because back then it was different too. So it was like when you got in the game back then, especially them, they got in the game as young bulls. So you got in the game when computers and all that shit, like this whole internet shit wasn't really yeah. like that. It, it, you know what I mean? It, it wasn't no on Instagram and all that shit. So when it came to promoting the record, y'all only knew one way to promote the record. And y'all had people doing that for y'all. The best. They you had the, the biggest fucking the biggest, label. Right. So it's like now you you you, you working backwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now you got to come to where everybody else started at mm-hmm. and learn, relearn that whole shit. You got to so, do it yourself too. Your own money. Once you do... It's, it's a rap. It's a rap, yeah. Shout, shout out to, um, I'll say Oskino figured out how to do it. Yeah. He do it well. Neef mm-hmm. too. Neef has been super, super consistent. And uh, we just waiting for Petey. We just waiting for Petey. That's it. I was wondering that too. I'm like, yo, what's up with Petey though? Yeah. And why he not getting busy like that? Because he, he a consistent bar boy. And crazy with the bar. Because he got his Puerto Rican food. He got like, the, 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 the flip side shit going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. I ran into Petey. I ran into Petey. And we love that. Yeah, like. You know Can't nobody mimic that shit. We need another stay with Neo. PD, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, mm-hmm. I gotta get PD on because we gotta talk about that too. He put Neo in the game, right? Yeah, that a lot of people, a lot of people know that. Young. A lot of people know that. And that's why, I, like, a lot, no matter what people say about State Property, I say Jay set everybody up. I, whatever they did with the opportunity, Jay gave, Jay gave a lot of people opportunity. Flipside was in, um, you got Serve soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Bean said his own clothing line and his own record label. Um, Chris and Neith. Two smashes, two right. radio smashes that they can make money off the today. So, I feel like Rockefeller really set a lot of people up. Like, I think it's it's probably more to it than we understand. Yeah, because I do know that the game is good for blackballing niggas, and not even intentionally. Mm-hmm. They won't fuck what you do to the fact that somebody else not fucking with you. Mm. So when niggas split, you know what I'm saying? It become like this thing, like you too hot to touch. Like I don't know if I should fuck with you or not, because then they might put me in. A bad place with, with that person, with big homie and which is like the that. biggest homie. At you get what I'm saying? And, and he's yeah. still the fucking biggest homie. So yeah. it's like you definitely don't want to fuck, you know, yeah. fuck him over or have him on your bad side. So niggas get scared to to fuck with you, mm-hmm. and now you kind of like put on the island where like you got to either work your way out that hole. Yeah. You got to become so fucking hot that they they it, can't they, deny it exactly. And some niggas just was like, man, man. Kind of left it alone, or kind of gave it time. Had to do something else, yeah. Exactly. I they think Free did a shout out to Free too. Free did a great job of staying relevant. I'm talking about from the second he left Rockefeller to like a little bit up to now, like. Yeah, I saying? think Free Free is at his his new high speak. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like he he always been doing shit, but I think right now he about to go super crazy. Super crazy. Yeah. I also think Chris about to go super crazy. Super crazy. Like I I hope they all about to just go super. I yeah. hope they all really about to I feel like the reunion. Go for they, they second run like, you know what I mean? After the reunion, you know, you you get to be with your family on stage and you start to think like, wow, like we got to keep this shit pushing. We got to get this shit back together. We got to keep this shit going. Everybody not going to make it though. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. It ain't going to be the whole team. Yeah, it's not going to be the whole team, but that's why one get up and you pull the other one up and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's going to be like Like shot to make the figure. Same same shit. Yeah. Same shit. Dutchie still moving around. Ed Lava writing for people. We got Gilly. Stay busy. Super. Ed got a vicious pen. Super. Spade. Yeah. Staying relevant. Gilly. Million dollars for a game. So they, like, they all do their own thing. They all, yeah. yeah they, they, they all do their own thing. Shout out to Bump. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, like, everybody. Mm-hmm. You know me. So what's up with you, man? So we know you got behind the pen cooking up. Yeah. What else you working on? Um, I'm, I'm getting back in. I, you know, I dibble and dabble in my own music. So I'm working on my project right now, Eastside. Okay. I'm in the studio right now between, you know, producing for other people. I wanted to do I wanted to do something that represents Philly. A lot of people didn't don't know I'm from Philly. Like a lot of people think I'm from LA or some shit. So yeah, that's do they? Yeah, like a lot of people go on the page, they see one picture in the Hollywood Hills, they oh that nigga from So it's like, no, nah, I'm from Northeast. And that's another thing a lot of people want to talk about Northeast too. Like, we got core too. Like people don't know we got core, we got pink sweats, we got Lil Dick. I'ma say Lil Dicky. From Northeast, like we got. Uh, I we thought Lil Dicky was from Shanghai. I'm putting them in Northeast. Though. I'm, I'm putting. Them, I'm grabbing them Stoney because that ain't. Come on. I, I think I think Shanghai is uh, borderline uptown because I'm from uptown. So I used no, to Shanham's always be Shanghai. When you cross 309 or you go over to like, Gardens, it gotta be how deep into no, Shanghai. He, he was deep in like Shanghai, like close to Northeast. The big houses. Yeah, because like, like Northeast and sh- and uh, fucking uptown is separated by. 
Shelton Like you could drive through Shelton yeah, to get to, to, to Northeast. Yeah. So it was like, yeah, depending on how far Yang, I was getting him uptown a little bit. Mm-hmm. But all right, we, we might give him Northeast. Yeah, we so we got a little dicky, but you say core, core. Yeah, yeah. Core spent some time. Core not from Murphy's. Core spent a lot of time. Core in from uptown, from Sharp. Yeah, Day. we went to school together though. Core okay. at a period of time. He had some in, northeast time. Yeah, he had some. He had some northeast time. We went to the same middle school, so he started rapping around that time. Like we used mm. to freestyle in the park and shit. So oh, that's crazy. A lot of people don't know. Like northeast, we got some. We got some people. You know what I mean, we got. We Who got, else y'all got? We got Tiz. We got Tiz. I mean, not not. We got Swizzy Mac. We got Swizzy Mac. A lot of people don't know. Uzi spent some time in northeast too. <laughs> Uzi with the Northeast. Um so we got yeah. So we got a couple people, um, but I just wanted to like when people think about Northeast, they be like, what the fuck is that? Like mm-hmm. I was talking to Dion Waiters and shit, you know, me and him twitch mm-hmm. and shit like that. I'm like, I'm from the east side, like, where the fuck is that at? Like, I never heard of the east side, like where the fuck is the east side? I'm like, that's Northeast. Right. Oh shit, y'all call it that? I'm like, yeah. So <laughs> so I'm like, damn, like, all right, we gotta show y'all we got spitters up there. So right. that's what I'm working on right now, East Side. Mm. That's all right. Mm-hmm. Bring your northeast up. Yeah. That's super happy. I mean, when y'all got to go to the side chicken, y'all got to go up northeast. So. <laughs> you got you to gotta hit that boulevard. You got, when you, when you go to the, the Don't shake. even get on the fucking boulevard. Take, you, take 95. Take 95. Them niggas, right they, now, they're giving out tickets for everything. Oh, yeah. Nigga, I'm doing a 50 and a 40. Yeah. $100 ticket. $100 ticket, yeah. If I show you the picture of the ticket they gave me, bro, there's no cars around me. How the fuck y'all want me to No, they get money on it. You want me doing 40 miles no, an hour get, in this shit, money. bro? They get money on that boulevard. Bro, they killing they get, me. They gonna get some money Don't fix it. no potholes, but want all they money. I just had to pay $500. Just broke a rim mm-hmm. up the street on fucking Baltimore Pike. Mm. Hit a big-ass pothole. Damn. Tore that rim apart. Damn. I'm trying to see if I can get Top Dog to take the case or something. Somebody got to do something about this shit. Cause this, they got me fucked up. We going to have to, we need to go back and forth. There's no way you want me to keep paying these tickets, but you niggas ain't fixing no potholes. Ain't fixing nothing. Yeah, what you doing with the money? Taking their time with 95. These niggas out here buying perks with the the ticket money and stuff. They doing something. They acting crazy. Putting that shit in the seat. Y'all got me fucked up though. Me and PBA, we can ward out. Mm -hmm. We can do whatever y'all want to do. However you want to do it. You know what I'm saying? But, um, so... You in the studio with Mike Knox now. Yeah, shout out to Knox. What's your, uh, matter of fact, I want to ask this first before we get into your end goals. Mm-hmm. If there's a young brother coming up, he want to produce, he want to songwrite, give him like three tips on how to get into the game. If it's more, give him more. But how do somebody that aspire to be a songwriter and producer for some of these major artists that you've been working with get into the game? Like bro was saying, get ready to hear a thousand notes. Head mm. down, get, a, get ready, thousand of those, get ready to go broke a thousand times, paying for studio time. Um, learn how to work your own studio equipment so you don't got to wait for nobody bullshit. It's mm-hmm. your dream. It's not their dream. Facts. Um, just bring something to the table. Like I said, when I, when I, did, when I did the Tony thing, mm-hmm. I drew the whole picture. Mm. You get what I'm saying? They didn't have to, Vincent Herbert, they have to think about what to do with the beat because already put a place who he could put on there oh shit and then you kept saying vincent herbert that was uh what's the name home uh husband at the yeah, time yeah yeah tamar Her, so tamar husband yeah. i got that play from hitmaker that's how hitmaker got the one with tamar so mm. i just ran i ran the same play vincent is the one i guess who oversee all the music so right but you got to draw it out for people people cannot so many visions out here you got to just help people see it whether you got a business whatever you got to draw it out for them on that piece of paper as clear as day and then it helped them Mm-hmm. Right, I can't just say I'm gonna have my I'm gonna have a car wash. Right, I got to show you the features that's gonna be different from the previous ones. I got to put a demo together for you. I may even have to show you what a car look like going through that because mm. it's not how it, everything is oversaturated now. So, right. um, but that's what I would just tell a, a, a producer, a songwriter, man, just get ready for the worst days. And when when if you can do that, the good ones is just gonna be easy. It's gonna be a plus. Mm. It's like going to the gym. It's gonna hurt. Right. You know. It's going to be a little pain, but no pain, no gain. Exactly. That's what I tell niggas. Like, mm-hmm. you got to really get out here and work. Yeah. These people really think, like, success is, like, supposed to be convenient. The I'm trying to figure out when the fuck did that happen? When did people start making it and be able to chill at home all day? Like, it yeah. don't happen that way. I feel like it's the internet showing people 
yeah, the one, the one side like exactly. You see, all you see the is before, all the wins after. Yeah, all you see is all the wins. You don't see the losses. You don't see the work that they putting in between the wins. Mm-hmm. All y'all seeing is the glitz and the glam. So the you think you could get it on your, you could get it on your chill time. Like no, nah, you really gotta fucking get in this shit. It's a reason why motherfuckers debate quitting their job. If it was that easy that you could have your full time job and be, then everybody would just be out here fucking millionaires working at Walmart yeah. still. Like, you know what no, I mean? Sa- just to keep your pitching. Like, no, nah, like, you really gotta choose because it's not enough fucking time in the day sometimes, yeah. bro. I need a 48 hour day. Yeah. My days go by so, so crazy. Fast, bro. So fast. And, and half the shit on my list don't get done. And I spend all my time on my computer. Bank closed at 4 o'clock. Off. Yeah, like, you know what I You can't do at 4 shit. o'clock. Like, you can't do shit, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, niggas gotta understand, you really gotta put that work yeah. in when you want that shit. You gotta okay. decide how bad you want it. Yeah. That's really what it comes down to. How bad do you really want this shit? Yeah. So, what's your uh, end goal when it comes to producing and songwriting? Like, where do you see yourself for 10 years? I just wanna do what Quincy did. Quincy Jones, I wanna have Motown. Mm. I wanna have a, a, a studio and I wanna just have my, I wanna crank out hits. I wanna have, like, life, like, I'm talking like top 40 shit, Michael Jackson shit. Mm. Like, Quincy Jones shit, like, I really want to be the person people come to when they don't got many people supporting them, you know what I'm saying? And they need somebody that's borderline crazy to see their vision for them. Mm. I want to do that. I want, like I said, I just want to, like, run a a, a, a a Motown, have my own Motown, have yeah. my own, you know, like I said, what Rockefeller did. I want to, I, I don't think it's a lot of r- r- executives out here that's taking the artists off the ground. They usually wait till you got numbers and shit like that. That's I want to... I want to go in somebody's house while they working, like while they working a job at Domino's, and 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 pull be in a situation where we can let them be artists. You can, you know what right. I mean, to be in a position where you can say, "Yo, I'm putting you, I'm putting you up in a house for for three months. I'm paying all your bills. I'm taking care of your baby mom, so she ain't texting you, throwing you <laughs> yeah. off your pivot, and you can just focus on music. I feel like that's never been done before. Right? You know what I'm saying? So that's that's the focus for hits only. It's just like a family Motown. You get mm. what I'm saying? That's hard, bro. You could do it, man. Stay at it. Stay busy. You already in there. I feel like if you manage to get so much done at such a young age, mm-hmm. if you keep that same hunger, that same grind, you can only imagine where you, you know, will yeah. be at once you thirty something. Like to have to have the shit you did at your age, yeah. bro. It's niggas that been in the game as long, a little older, mm-hmm. and dash ain't put in the same amount of work as yeah. you had the same. People and all that type of shit like this. People they ain't they had the shit you did. So, bro, you on your way. Yeah, that's why I try, try, try to stay humble. That's why I felt it though. It was definitely necessary to make sure you came up here and shit. Just throw and you from Philly. Yeah. Like, I feel like Philly should understand. You know what I mean? Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people, they, like they I said, a lot of people don't know that shit. that, yeah. A lot of people don't know it from Philly. Like. You deserve that. You deserve your flowers. We're going to give them to you. So, I appreciate you coming through, brother. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed the meal. Hell yeah. You Shout enjoyed the conversation. It's, 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 it's been a night, my brother. Let the people know where to follow you at, how to keep up with you, if they want to hit you for a beat, anything like that. Yeah, um, hitsonly.com, uh, promoboy underscore, you get what I'm saying? Um, that's, that's where you can find me, and I'm, I'm checking DMs, I ain't Hollywood. Let's <laughs> hop in the studio, let's get, let's get number one. Listen, he said, let's get a number one, you know what I'm saying? He doing hits over this <laughs> joint. Tony Bassett, Mariah K, Meek Mill type shit. Listen, it's your boy, Promo Boy. It's your boy Smooth cooking up two and five, the hottest podcast in the city. Let's go.